Hey, Wiki listeners, it's Rachel. And Victor, did you know I host the fantastic NYC Talent Show every Monday night at the Parkside Lounge in New York City? It's an off-off Broadway showcase where you can see New York's underground performance art up close. We've got weekly special guests like Colin Quinn, Janine Garofalo, Tone Bell, and lots more. Use the code WIKILISTEN for a special discount on tickets when you go to nyctalentshow.com. That's nyctalentshow.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally, for most people, are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is the Wikipedia page for Diet Coke and Mentos Eruption. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Victor Varnado, KSN. And I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW, reminding you to subscribe. That's right, everybody. Subscribe because we bring back the nostalgia from your youth. Remember Diet Cokes and Mentos explosions? I do what remember. Times. It was very trendy when I was a kid. Diet Coke and Mentos eruption. A Diet Coke and Mentos eruption, also known as a soda geyser, is a reaction between the carbonated beverage Diet Coke and Mentos mints that causes the beverage to be expelled from its container. The candies catalyze the release of gas from the beverage. This will work on any drink that is carbonated, which creates an eruption that pushes most of the liquid up and out of the bottle. Lee Merrick and Merrick's kid scientists were the first to publicly demonstrate the experiment on The Late Show with David Letterman in 1999. Steve Spangler's televised demonstration of the eruption in 2005 became popular on YouTube, launching a chain of several other Diet Coke and Mentos experimental viral videos. Experiments carried out at altitudes ranging from below sea level in Death Valley to the summit of Pikes Peak have demonstrated that the reaction works better at higher elevations. That's cool. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either, but it kind of makes sense because the air pressure is less. But wouldn't that make it less of an explosion? No. Okay. History. In the 1910s, Wintergreen lifesavers were used to create soda geysers. The tubes of candies were threaded onto a pipe cleaner and dropped into the soft drink to create a geyser. 
At the end of the 1990s, the manufacturer of wintergreen lifesavers increased the size of the mints and they no longer fit in the mouth of soda bottles. Buzzkill. Yeah, for real. They knew what they were doing. <laughs> Science teachers found that Mentos candies had the same effect when dropped into a bottle of any carbonated soft drink. Lee Merrick and Merrick's kids scientists performed the Diet Coke and Mentos experiment on The Late Show with David Letterman in 1999. In March 2002, Steve Spangler, a science educator, did the demonstration at KUSA-TV, an NBC affiliate in Denver, Colorado. The Diet Coke and Mentos geyser experiment became an internet sensation in September 2005. The experiment became a subject of the television show Mythbusters in 2006. Spangler signed a licensing agreement with Perfetti Van Mel, the maker of Mentos, after inventing an apparatus aimed to make it easier to drop the Mentos into the bottle and produce a large soda geyser. Amazing Toys, Spangler's toy company, released the geyser tube toys in February 2007. I didn't know it went this deep. In October 2010, a Guinness World Record of 2,865 simultaneous geysers was set at an event organized by Perfetti Van Mel at the SM Mall of Asia Complex in Manila, Philippines. This record was afterward beaten in November 2014 by another event organized by Perfetti Van Mel in Chupa Chups in Leon, Guanajuato, Mexico, where 4,334 Mentos and soda fountains were set off simultaneously. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I went to Mythbusters summer camp. I guess this would have been in like 2006, 2007. And we did the diet. You went to Mythbusters summer camp? Yeah, I did. Your parents just didn't want to be around you? Uh, It was only like a half day thing, a town over. Got it. For like a couple weeks. Yeah, so this would have been right around that time. And there was one kid who actually had the toy that makes it easier to drop the Mentos. And he brought it to camp on the day that we were doing this experiment. And it was quite the flex. I see. Cause. The eruption is caused by a physical reaction rather than any chemical reaction. The addition of the Mentos leads to the rapid nucleation of carbon dioxide gas bubbles precipitating out of the solution. CO2AQ to CO2G. The conversion of dissolved carbon dioxide to gaseous carbon dioxide forms rapidly expanding gas bubbles in the soda, which pushes the beverage contents out of the container. Experimental measurements suggest that as many as 14 million bubbles are produced per liter of soda in this experiment. Gases in general are more soluble in liquids at elevated pressures. Carbonated sodas contain elevated levels of carbon dioxide under pressure. The solution becomes supersaturated with carbon dioxide when the bottle is opened and the pressure is released. Under these conditions, carbon dioxide begins to precipitate from the solution, forming gas bubbles. The activation energy for bubble nucleation formation of bubbles depends on where the bubble forms. It is very high for bubbles that form in the liquid itself, homogeneous nucleation, and much lower if bubble growth occurs within tiny bubbles trapped in some other surfaces, heterogeneous nucleation. Bubble nucleation and growth in carbonated beverages almost always occur by heterogeneous nucleation diffusion of carbon dioxide into pre-existing bubbles within the beverage. When dissolved gas diffuses into bubbles that already exist in a liquid, it is called type 4 bubble nucleation. 
When the pressure is released from a soda bottle upon opening it, dissolved carbon dioxide can escape into any tiny bubble located within the beverage. These ready-made bubbles, which are nucleation sites, exist in things such as tiny fibers or non-wettable crevices on the sides of the bottle. Because there usually are very few such pre-existing bubbles, the degassing process is slow. Mentos candles contain millions of cavities, roughly one to three um in size, that remain unwetted when added to a soda. Because of this, the addition of Mentos candies to a carbonated beverage provides enormous numbers of pre-existing bubbles into which dissolved carbon dioxide can escape. Thus, adding Mentos candies to a carbonated beverage introduces millions of nucleation sites into the drink, which allows for degassing that is rapid enough to support a jet of foam out of a bottle. While a Mentos candy contains millions of cavities, it is likely that only about 100,000 cavities actively nucleate bubbles on any single Mentos candy placed in a carbonated beverage. Wiki listeners, show us your type 4 bubble nucleation. Pre-existing bubbles provide a way for the reaction to occur without requiring bubbles to form within the liquid itself, homogeneous nucleation. Because type 4 nucleation sites, such as found on Mentos, allow the reaction to proceed with substantially lower activation energy, Mentos candies can appropriately be considered a catalyst of the process. As another example, dropping grains of salt or sand into the solution provides type 4 nucleation sites, lowers the activation energy compared to that of homogeneous nucleation, and increases the rate of carbon dioxide precipitation. Wiki listeners, you can help support us by listening to this message while you drop some Mentos and Coke. Thank you for listening to that message, everyone. And welcome back to more stuff about Mentos. The physical reaction that drives the eruption also causes a chemical reaction that slightly increases the pH of the soda. This is because when carbon dioxide is dissolved in water, carbonic acid is formed. H2O1 plus CO2AQ is whatever that symbol means. H2CO3AQ. Loss of carbon dioxide shifts the above equilibrium to the left, removing carbonic acid and increasing pH. It is the physical reaction, carbon dioxide leaving solution, and not the loss of carbonic acid that causes the eruption. The physical characteristics of Mentos surface roughness have the effect of drastically reducing the activation energy for carbon dioxide bubble formation so that the nucleation rate becomes exceedingly high. The activation energy for the release of carbon dioxide from Diet Coke by the addition of Mentos is 25 kJmol. The foaming is added by the presence of food additives such as potassium benzoate, aspartame, sugars, and flavorings in Diet Coke, all of which influence the degree to which water can foam. It has been claimed that gelatin and gum arabic in the Mentos candy enhance the fountain, but experiments have shown that these candy additives do not affect the fountain. The nucleation reaction can start with any heterogeneous surface, such as rock salt, but Mentos have been found to work better than most. Tanya Coffey, a physicist at Appalachian State University, suggested that aspartame in diet drinks lowers the surface tension in the water and causes a bigger reaction, 
but that caffeine does not accelerate the process. It has also been shown that a wide variety of beverage additives such as sugars, citric acid, and natural flavors can also enhance fountain heights. In some cases, dissolved solids that increase the surface tension of water, such as sugars, also increase fountain heights. It has also been demonstrated that addition of certain concentrations of alcohol, which lowers surface tension, to carbonated beverages decreases fountain heights. These results suggest that additives serve to enhance geyser heights not by decreasing surface tension, but rather by decreasing bubble coalescence. Decreased bubble coalescence leads to smaller bubble sizes and greater foaming ability in the water. Thus, the geyser reaction will still work even using sugared drinks, but diet is commonly used both for the sake of a larger geyser as well as to avoid having to clean up the stickier residue left by a sugared soda. Additional explanations for why diet sodas outperform regular sodas in this experiment have been proposed. For example, it has been suggested that the higher viscosity of regular sodas as compared to diet sodas inhibit the formation of the fountain in regular sodas, leading to shorter fountains. It has also been suggested that the more stable foams observed in diet sodas as compared to regular sodas could contribute to the taller geysers observed in diet sodas. Alternatives. While Diet Coke and Mentos are the most common way to make a soda geyser, they are not the only options. Many consider Diet Coke to be the optimal option and it's been studied and confirmed as having the strongest effect. However, any carbonated beverage will work. As for the Mentos, many things work to nucleate carbonated beverages such as other candy, metal, and ceramic spheres, and even sand. And in the gallery, there's videos of Diet Coke and Mentos explosions. Well... That seems like a good time. There's also a bunch of pictures of it along the way and a microscopic picture of the surface of a Mentos candy, which is also interesting. That is interesting. Yeah, this is a good page. However, reading the description of the uh, chemical reaction over and over again in different ways (laughs) really is making me crazy. I bet you would love it if you were a chemistry teacher. I am not a chemistry teacher. This has been the Wikipedia page for Diet Coke and Mentos Eruption. Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media and on TikTok at Wikilisten, except for Twitter, which is at wiki underscore listen. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts because it really does help us out. And don't forget to smash that subscribe button with your Diet Coke and Mentos Eruption. If there's a particular Wikipedia page you'd like us to read, let us know. We'll read it. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.